here we go. Deck 78. Hey, my name is Mark A. Altman. And my name is Darren Docterman. And my name is Ashley Miller, and I think an angel just got its wings. And we know this ship like the back of our hand. It's Deck 78! We know the all new the show se- from the Trexperts. We know all the secret places on the ship, and this is one of them. Well, and you know the secret place because this new podcast from the Inglorious Trexperts is only available to our special backer group, people who have backed the show with their monthly contributions. And uh, so this is a little bonus. It's a little thank you from the Trexperts. And uh, you may be saying, uh, you guys are always so proud of the fact that you've been offering the show for free. Why all of a sudden uh, are you now uh, accepting advertising and and asking for um, uh, backer support? And and the answer is quite simple. Uh, Over the years, um, uh, we've accumulated uh, quite a, 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 you know, many costs in terms of our uh, uh, research, uh, but the assistance, uh, pulling clips, uh, obviously mixing, audio mixing. We got some old equipment. debts to pay off with this stuff. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. and after that bounty hunter we ran into on Ord Mandel, I really feel like it was time to um, to see if we could scrounge up some cash. Plus, some we were <laughs> also watching the, the Dark Knight together. And, um, you know, we really sort of took the philosophy of the of the Joker to heart. If you're good at something, never do it for free. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, look, none of us are, are none of us are really looking um, uh, to uh, make this some kind of uh, like. We're not going to get rich off of this. We just want to pay for the people to make the show. Yeah, and we also, you know, are looking to do more live events and uh, you know be out there. Um, Darren and I are going to be heading out to uh, uh, GalaxyCon this. Um, uh, this December in Columbus, Ohio, and we look forward to uh, meeting you there, or I should I say, we look forward to uh, entertaining you, because right. Darren will be doing the meeting. I I'm will not, not. I'm not doing the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> As longtime listeners of this podcast know, I know plenty of people, and I really don't want to meet anyone else. So, uh, <laughs> so until somebody dies. Um, Anyway, we're excited about this new podcast. To be quite honest, we are looking to you um, to provide a helping hand. Um, This is something we've talked about for a long time, which is going beyond the rim of Starlight, (laughs) going beyond Star Trek, going beyond Antares, and exploring Star Trek adjacent topics on a more... Despite the podcast name, this is not a Star Trek-centered podcast. Uh, No, it's a totally different... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, we, 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 we want to feel free to talk about all the other stuff that we don't talk about on the other podcasts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we may even talk about some things because this this podcast isn't necessarily about celebrating the love. So um, <laughs> just about who knows what we may who knows what we may talk about in the future. Well, in, this episode, it, in this episode, for me, it definitely isn't. No, no. In fact, uh, we, <laughs> we, we, we uh, are going to be talking about a subject near and dear to some of our hearts, which is, of course, Walt Disney's The Black Hole. But before we do that, on the day we record this, I'm very, very excited. Um, Darren, uh, the Star Trek The Motion Picture, um, I don't know what the official designation is, ultimate set, definitive set, 
Um, all the all the sets. various all the various sets that the, the uh, studio set. studio well, has uh, deigned to offer are available starting today. It's street and, uh, it's streets today, and it's a remarkable box set. 4K uh, the 4K edition uh, comes with a bunch of tchotchkes, as we say in the business. <laughs> and uh, in addition to those tchotchkes, uh, it also comes most importantly with some superlative discs. This means it has the new director's edition from you and. The boys, Mike Matasino and Dave Fine. It has the um, original theatrical cut uh, of the film with a couple of weird little things that Paramount threw in. And uh, it also has the beloved special longer version. And we're not talking about uh, John Holmes. We're talking about... A John Holmes special extended edition. <laughs> oh my goodness! We're, we're, we're talking. We're talking about the ABC the cut from nineteen. We're Sorry, talking that. about. That's enough of that. We're it's talking pulled about... into the wormhole with us. <laughs> oh boy! We're we're we're, we're talking about the nineteen eighty three ABC television extended cut, which had basically. Every scrap they could find on the cutting every, room floor. Everything they could find. And just, more. And more thrown in. <laughs> Things from movies I, that were completely different. But I gotta I gotta <laughs> say, stuff you know, from Incubus in here. It's a lot of people are like, oh, that's my favorite version of the movie. I, I have to say it was my favorite movie, the version version of the movie in 1983, because yeah. it was just so cool that there was all this footage. But I mean most of it is is I wouldn't say crap, but it Look, it's, it doesn't help the movie. The There's greatest, a reason why we cut things. The greatest parts of the extended TV edition are included in the director's cut because there sure. are some great character moments and uh, and arcs that uh, needed to be uh, fulfilled. And they arc are now, two, the, uh, arc two and three. We should uh, do an episode on that. We're totally <laughs> going to. Yeah, okay. Saturday Saturday morning wonderfulness. Oh, we should do a Saturday morning deck yeah. 78 yes. where we talk about Thunder the Barbarian yeah. and Arc 2 and Jason of Star Command. We can get Eric Green. You ran into him at the convention. Yeah, and Space Academy and uh, and all those great shows. That, Ooh, uh, this is going to be fun. That we watched and we remember being good. Yeah, that's right. Did you watch those shows, Ashley? But you're a little oh. younger than we are. Oh hell yeah, I did. Like I loved like Space Academy and Jason of Star Command, and um, I-, I loved like. Thundar the Barbarian, Ariel, Ukla, Royd, and like all of that. I was completely addicted. It was a world of magic and super science. You know, we've <laughs> talked mean, on this show about like, oh, maybe wouldn't it be great? You know, obviously, Ashley and I both have shows and showrunners. It's like, wouldn't it be great to remake, you know, UFO or Space 1999? Oh. But you know what I'd really like to remake? Thundar, Thundar the, Barbarian the Barbarian. Oh, my action. God, dude. Dude, I would effing rock. Like Let's do an that. Adult Thundar the Barbarian. Are you kidding me? Hold on a second while I text someone and say how <laughs> do we feel about Thundar the Barbarian. Let, Let's do, do it. it with like with like you know blood and sex. Let's find yeah, out. Yeah, because <laughs> everyone who remembers that show, who grew up on that show, is older now. You don't do it for kids. You do it That's for right. HBO Max, and uh, yeah, obviously it has to be different you, because you, you do they the don't want to compete version with that. of it. House of the Dragon, but of course this is the future. You That's know, right. Thunder of Barbarian was the far future. It wasn't, oh you know, the mythical past. And I, I have to say a very a special shout out to our good friend of the podcast, Ryan Condell. The first three episodes of House of the Dragon have been magnificent. Yes. Magnificent. 
So congratulations to Ryan. I've, and, I've enjoyed uh, watching them. We're really happy for him. And uh, I'm so excited that he's uh, now working on the second season. Um, and of course, if you are, can't get enough of Ryan Condell in the House of the Dragon, go back and listen to 430 Movie. He was our guest on Sword and Sorcery Week. Yeah. Sword and Sorcery Week. And uh, I was going to say the Sword and the Sorcerer Week. The Sword, Sword and the Sorcery Week. week. The whole week and, on just uh, that movie. Before and, we know how incredibly appropriate that would be now. Yes. Yes, that's right. That's <laughs> right. Exactly. We had no idea. But he had just done well, Conan for Amazon exactly. and he just died yeah. a horrible, horrible death. And we, yeah. he was feeling he was feeling a little morose. So we said, come through the podcast. We'll cheer you up. It was, it was killed on the wheel of pain. Why, <laughs> why, why does he cry? <laughs> I don't even want to talk about the black hole. I just want to keep talking about this. So what is the reaction, Darren? Because I know when I got that box after I almost like destroyed it, opening it, it was like, it's a little, a little flimsy, but that's not anything you had anything to do with. Um, it, and it looks beautiful. I, I can't complain. Uh, there's really everything I always, you know, my hope for this set was that it would be like Charlie DeLazarica's Blade Runner set, you know, that would have everything in it that could possibly be in there. And for the most part, it does. It, it has, um, yeah. you know, all three versions of the film. It has, uh, you know, this great new bonus material, which, you know, I love a lot of the B-roll and, and, and outtakes yeah. and trims that are in there. That's really, And the fact you did it during COVID is really impressive, that, well, that nice little documentary. Luckily, and, I mean, this is exactly the kind of thing that you can do COVID. Uh, because uh, you know everything is uh, doesn't need to be centralized, and uh, you can have people working on various things at the same time. And the legacy so. features are all on there, which is terrific. But you know, it was really nice to see some deleted scenes. I I never saw, I never I saw that scene where um, Decker and Ilya walking through engineering. Yeah, no, is, no one uh, has seen it. No one yeah. has seen it for uh, forty years, uh, except us. Yeah. <laughs> so, and soon to be on mystery science there, but, no uh, doubt. it was, uh, it was great. And, um, and you know, it's also nice to see the famous scene of, uh, uh, the poor security guard Perez getting zapped. And of course the mention of him at the very end through the magic of editing, you see what happened when he t- took him, he made the change and how, I don't think that was, him. I don't think that was Perez because Perez was alive down in the, uh, Oh, it wasn't the, Perez. Who was no, it? Some other guy. Perez was in the hallway when Ilea showed up in the shower. Oh yeah. Of course he was oh, there was for he that. Doing in the hallway. Yeah. Yes. That's what he, standing oh, he there was watching. Being, yeah. Captain, something's happening in the, uh, <clears throat> in uh, Lieutenant Ilea's room. Uh, I'm monitoring the situation. I think I, I got it, it in hand. I, it, I thought it would be a good idea to have her appear in a, a sonic shower, because it would uh, not only show us a little bit of uh, female shape, uh, but it would also uh, show a future of uh, showering technology. <laughs> well, 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 you know, we 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 know he loves that scene because of the 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 description at great length uh, in the novelization. Indeed, that he, he lavishes on that scene. Um, so. Uh, I mean, yeah. And I, I believe if you're and if anyone who, who doesn't recall, you may want to go back to that wonderful episode we did, I think, uh, on the Glorious Trexperts on the novelization where uh, Darren and Gene share that with us. And it's a, <laughs> it's a marvel. It's a true marvel. So wh- what's the reaction been so far to this magnificent uh, Blu-ray set? Well, I mean, the, the reaction uh, is uh, spotty because, remember, people are just uh, the lucky ones are getting theirs in uh, in the mail now. Mm. Uh, oh, you'll and, get yours. Uh, so they haven't they haven't had a chance to watch it yet. But yeah. you know uh, the uh, I think the overall reaction from people who have seen it is uh, exactly what we wanted. We wanted people to take a new look at this movie, 
and uh, reconsider their ranking of it uh, because uh, I think it has so much more to offer than uh, certainly most of the other Star Trek movies. Uh, and it had the uh, benefit of being first. And there are so many firsts in this movie. There's so many wonderful things that, uh, that I, you know, have in my memory of it. And uh, it's just so good that people can have a, uh, a great new way to view this and appreciate it uh, the way we did. Yeah. That's right. Man, I, I couldn't wait to get everyone out of the house so I could just put it on and blast <laughs> it. Put it at the Atmos and just have the whole thing blasting. And it was great because, it was like, oh, you guys are going to the movies. Okay, maybe you want to leave now. Uh, what? what? <laughs> no, no, come on. Right, bye. See you later. And, nope. uh, and and it was like, boom, I put, I put it on and just like, oh, this is fantastic. And then, uh, you know, dove into the special features, which are all, you know, so, so wonderful. So. That was now, here's the test, right? I, uh, I, I, I spoke about this a bit on Inglorious. I took, uh, I took Caden to see the, uh, the director. Your son, let's just say. So yes, people my son. Know. Yes. Yes. Uh, I took him to see it in the theater, and he loved it. Like, he's 13 years old. He has no, like, nostalgia for the original series and yeah. growing up with it or, or any of yeah. that. There's no, like, there's no emotional baggage attached to that film, any version of it whatsoever, and he loved it. um and he's a look he's i mean look admittedly he's 13 going on 80 but uh (laughs) but it's it's telling to me that it like that it speaks across generations it's just like the the way that it came together in this version of the film i think is just magnificent it's awesome talk about 13 going on 80 you should have heard my son complaining about the air conditioning in school today it's so hot (laughs) oh my gosh it's like like, just, <laughs> just like his father, so human. yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. I, I, that was my big problem in Vegas too. At the at the at the hotel room, the, the, the air conditioning didn't go low enough. It was it was always hot in my room. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's just the nature of the. Business. That's what the big old tub is for. You darn right, right it is. What? Well, yeah, what? It's, that's what it's for, among other things. Yeah, cleaning yourself. Yes. Okay. You like to be clean, don't you? Thorough. Yeah, and thorough. Yeah, so we had a nice uh, we had a nice time in Vegas. We talked a little bit about on on the pod, but that was a that was a fun trip. We we all had uh, we we talked about obviously this um, the the great time we had uh, spending a lovely dinner with Andre Richardson, the great Andre Richardson, Gene Coons' yep. uh, assistant. Seeing our our listener Ken Milne, uh, who brought us this wonderful uh, uh, Canadian whiskey, um, which uh, we made quick work of, and uh, maple whiskey, I should add, and. Um, uh, and, and, you know, just a great, great, a couple of great dinners, a couple of great panels. Oh my God. So, well, I guess I shouldn't even mention this because people won't know because they weren't there, but, um, Scott finally admitted like it wasn't so bad that he lost the quiz show. He was really like for days, Scott was a, a really this upset Scott, that he lost Scott the quiz Mance. show. Scott Mance, Scott Mance, in case you didn't Yeah. Know. And, yes. uh, but we'll, we'll, when people hear the episode on Trexperts proper, they can decide for themselves. Is that what we're was, calling it now? Trexperts proper? That'd yeah, be that's cool. what we're gonna call it. <laughs> and this Trek is Trexperts improper. Yeah, 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 yeah. On inglorious Trexperts because because this is deck seventy eight, deck seventy eight. Right. Now mm-hmm. tell tell us for the tell us Jim for what uh, some people may not know why the show is called deck seventy eight. Uh, would you like to um, explain why? Well, you know, Darren uh, made me drink maple whiskey until like I made you. Yeah, <laughs> he forced I, it down my throat until the know, ideas flowed. Like you know a that spice. scene. You know that scene in North by Northwest with Martin Landau. 
it was kind of exactly like that. That's you know, so funny. And the Glen Cove Police Station. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So Deck Seventy Eight, obviously. Well, not obviously. <laughs> it's not obvious. We wouldn't be at explaining all. it if it's it was like, obvious. It's like a one-second shot that makes no sense from Star Trek Five. Uh, when Kirk and Spock and McCoy are escaping from their friends and Cybok up the turbo shaft, and uh, they pass a number of decks that make no sense out of order. And a couple of, of decks, them, a couple of decks they pass twice. Yes, they do. It's, uh, it's like, who's driving that thing? Uh, and one of the decks they pass, the highest number, which is bananas insane and absolutely what were people thinking, was deck 78. Yeah, and we maybe they like fired it. the rockets so much that they slingshotted around the sun and went to a completely a totally different well, enterprise. Here's the thing. Here's the Michael Okuda explanation, which I'm just making oh God. up. Um, I'm just making it up, so Mike, it didn't come from Mike. Uh, <laughs> obviously, the turbo lift shafts work on a strange principle of bending reality. Uh, because how else are they going to be there every time you need one, right? It's uh, the TARDIS. It's 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 like the TARDIS, but it has sort of a, a subspace warp that happens with the uh, with the cars, and sometimes it goes to deck seventy eight. Sorry, so, that's the retardist. And if you get now, off, oh my God, you're, you, you are canceled, Mister <laughs> Altman. You are canceled. I, I if you it's get off pun. on deck seventy eight, you will find us. <laughs> That's oh where we were. Kirk and Spock and McCoy had no idea. Look at me blowing past that politically incorrect joke. Like <laughs> Kirk and Spock and McCoy had no idea that they were going past our podcast. Right. Uh, and we were there. We were we were podcasting the whole time. We were wondering at the time. We were having. A, we were doing a whole episode on what God needs with a starship, which is the weird part. Um, in fact, that's probably going to be an episode. What is? What would God? use a starship for yeah that, that's what deck 78 is for for all the ridiculous yeah. stuff that nobody cares about on transports all the that's episodes right. that they would they would, they would have six downloads for instead but the great of, you know, thing about it is that if you if you step into a turbo lift and you say deck 78 it won't know what you're talking about because yeah, you, you know what i get think there from here unless you're a subscriber yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i think it is i think it's a junction i don't think it's really a deck i think it's like you know horizontally it goes across and it goes vertical mm. so it's like a 78 is the junction sure. uh, uh, it's, but it's, junction it's, 78 it's, is a terrible name for a podcast yeah, yeah, uh, conjunction uh, junction what's your function deck 78 petticoat junction 78. <laughs> i see it this way because deck 78 is impossible and madness and silly anything can happen on it anything can happen on it. just like every day is can anything can happen day yes it's like Angel Heart. It's like Wednesday. Anything could happen, Dick. That's right. In fact, we're going to do an episode where we're all buried alive, which is going to be fantastic. Bam. By the way, I got there's a a a um, limited edition, or I don't know if it's a limited edition, but there's a, a Angel Heart uh, 4K steel case from. It's exclusive to Best Buy. You know, when I told you I was watching Star Trek: The Motion Picture on 4K, I actually got an Angel Heart first. Uh, and it was amazing. It's gorgeous. You guys, mm -hmm. you all you six Angel Heart fans out there, 
you got to get <laughs> Angel Heart on 4K from Be- at Best Buy. I don't care about steel cases because they're in a closet. I don't like look at them, but it was the only way to get it. And oh my God, that disc is gorgeous. And that is a great looking movie. Michael Sarazen was the DP. Alan Parker shot it. And I mean, it was the director. And um, I, I just love, I always love that movie. And uh, oh man, it looks great. And because I don't rebuy everything on 4K. There's certain things I don't need to have uh-huh. on 4K. There are know. some things that just haven't been released yet. That's true. <laughs> too. No, I didn't buy like in the heat of the night on 4K and, you know, they're, they're movies I don't need to buy again on 4K. All right, you know, like we'll The see. Godfather you buy, Raiders you buy, Jaws you buy. Yes. Speaking of Jaws, yes. how great was that? You saw the real 3D version. I saw I saw the real 3D version see, last I saw night. IMAX. And Ashley saw it today, didn't you? No, I didn't. I want oh, no. to see it desperately. I didn't even realize it was happening until I saw you guys reviewing it. Now I'm obsessed with going, I'm going to take Caden. Here's my Jaws news. And I think this is why. You Mark better hurry because they stop on Thursday. Do they really? God yeah. damn it. Yeah, you I'm better, gonna you go better go. I'm going to go see a matinee. Um, take him out of school. Don't, don't make him. This is more important to him going to school. Yeah. He needs to but see Jaws again. Especially Cheers. because it's it's research. So this is the best thing that I've ever heard about my child. Like, I, look, I've, I I love my boy and I love him even more now. Um, you know, he's taking theater this semester and his uh, one of his assignments is he needs to perform a monologue. Now, oh. there are kids who are taking, you know, monologues from plays and all this other stuff. Are you going to give kid, him the Indianapolis? How'd you know? Exactly. But it was his choice. His mother told me. He's like, wow. oh, by the way, Caden is going to do the USS Indianapolis speech. I'm Holy like, cow. I can't. That's awesome. Wait. Darren, can you do that for us now? Go uh, I, I don't know all of it. I don't Just know a little all snippet. of it. Or I would do it. That, Here we Mr. Go. Hooper, is the USS Indianapolis. We, uh, we just gotten back from delivering the bomb to... Uh, the island of Tinian Delady. That's all I know. I don't. I don't know oh, all of it. Come on. I, I just wa- I it's just watched du- it last night. I w- if I had it uh, written down, I would do uh, it for you. But I can't. It's got a doll's eyes. It's like a. a, a, a I, I can't do it. Okay. Okay. It. I'm not gonna put you on the. Not gonna put you on the spot. You know what? I'm gonna record. I'm gonna record Kaden doing it. Please oh yeah, I would love to see that. I would love to see that. That would be awesome. Yeah. It's like Rushmore. You're right. Exactly. It's, it's, just, it's, it's so it's that's so cool. Oh my goodness. I I would uh, love to uh, see. I would love to see that. I'm so excited that he's doing it. And I have to say, you know, a lot of these, you know, you see, I was wondering what it would look like in IMAX because obviously um, it requires a lot of work to, you know, be able to show that in IMAX format. Not I saw as IMAX. much work as converting it to 3D. To 3D you know. I know. But holy oh cow. my God, did it look it's great! It's so good. It's so. Good. It's amazing. It's it just amazing. once again not that we need a reminder how great Spielberg is. Oh my God! It's like come on. It's so He's good. Just... All the performances are spot on, even by the people who are not actors, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh my God, you know Dreyfus is great. He's so great. You know, I had this real epiphany this weekend. I mean, not look, I believe in seeing I believe in America and I believe in seeing <laughs> movies in a theater. But, you know, yeah. this this weekend is so funny because, you know, as you know, when I was watching Star Trek's motion picture and Angel Up, my family was off seeing um, Spider-Man No Way Home again with the extended cut that oh, was in theater. That's oh, been released. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it came out Friday. So my family went. And the only reason I didn't go was so I could stay home and watch Star Trek's motion picture. Nice. Um, so then. 
on Saturday. No, Sunday. It's interesting. Both of those films I worked on. We very interesting. So on Sunday, <laughs> Sunday we went to the re-release of Rogue One, and I have to tell ah. you, you know I love Rogue One. Yep. And um, and uh, I've watched it a bunch of times at home since originally seeing it in the theater. Seeing it again in a theater, it made me like it even more. It's like it was a much better film than watching it on Blu-ray in the theater. And yeah. oh my god, the preview of Andor, phenomenal. Oh my god, I think this is finally the one. Like well, I'm, we'll I'm see. hopeful. We'll see. Because I'm, I'm open-minded. Well, I'm not the Rogue One fan that you guys are, but I will say that I think that Andor looks beautiful because they got off the stupid. I mean, I understand why they do it. The volume, but they got off the volume. Yep, um, they're shooting on practical locations. They built the whole city. It, it doesn't look like a Univision soap opera. It did looks they, like a thing, like a movie. Did they? Did they build the city on rock and roll? <laughs> But, you know, that was exactly the point we were making today was that if Jaws was shot today, they right. would shoot it in on that fucking volume on a soundstage so they could yep. control the sun and they didn't yep. have to be out on water and it That's would look like a bad And you Mexican could have the shark all over the place. Yep. You would be mad to shoot it the way that Spielberg shot it. Yep. Absolutely, absolutely mad. And it would never yep. happen. But never, that's why never see it, that again. But that's, that's why, why that movie is great because you can see the frustration and the anger and and I mean because you know for people who don't know the story, I mean this was a movie because they were shooting on water and because of the problems with the shark and because of you know people getting seasick, it took forever and they would yeah. barely get a shot off and if they you know they'd be ready to shoot a shot and all of a sudden boats would be going by, yeah. you know and and they couldn't shoot that way they'd have to and turn I, the whole. I can still hear uh, Richard Dreyfus uh, telling the story, and uh, and we'd hear uh, over the radios, um, the, the shark is not working. The shark is not working, and uh, then we just sat down and sighed. It was like the shark was in its trailer, refusing yeah. to come out. <laughs> I I remember the one time that I, I, mean, I don't know if it was the one time, but it would, the first time I met Steven Spielberg was at my alma mater. I was a junior in college, and he was there to accept an honorary degree. Mm -hmm. And my alma mater was in Boston, not far from, obviously, Martha's Vineyard. So I went up to him and I said, I'm shocked to see you this close to Martha's Vineyard, even after all these years. I, I don't use every, you know, your PTSD. And, 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 and I don't know if he thought it was that funny, but boy, Amy Irving thought that was clever. So, um, and Lou Wasserman. And Lou Wasserman was with him and, and, and his wife. And, and that to me, I mean, that is one of that's pretty Boy, good. I mean, I have a lot of great highlights. I mean, highlights of my life, like the you know my kids being born, all this stuff. I mean, it's like a lot of my first. Movie. But yeah, oh blah, my blah blah blah. But you met Spielberg just, and said a joke about Nate, Nate Spielberg and Lou Wasserman. That was, and you know, I, I've talked about this. I mean, Bart Giamatti was there that day. Benny Goodman, Lou Wasserman, uh, I think it was Millie Wasserman, his wife, Spielberg, and Amy Irving. That was just as extraordinary. That was it was extraordinary. I mean, it was incredible. Um, I, I just, to this day, and it's like yesterday. Um, but, but yeah, you know, guys, I don't think we're going to talk about the black hole today, well, which is fine. Look, we the, can, it's just that this is like any other episode of any other show we do. No, where, I like, don't, eventually at some point we remember we're supposed to talk about like the thing we were going to talk about. 
That's the but thing. I, There's no supposed to be's on deck 78. No, deck 78 is is just a freewheeling conversation. And if we have a topic and we don't get to it, we don't get to it. I think we'll do another. We'll we'll try and do black hole another time. I think that uh, is this going to be the running joke where every episode we try to talk <laughs> about the black hole. It's and- like it's like the Naked Gun, where the title of the of the show is not the title of the show. Look, I you know I had really wanted to get you know Robert Forster on the show to talk about it. And then, you know, and he was going to do it and then he died. And so um, we're you know, still I trying, was, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're still trying to get I, it. I, I just don't know. I don't know. And then, you know, I thought, oh, do we who who's left? I mean, is Gary Nelson still alive? I don't know. I mean, we, and Yvette uh, Mimiu died recently, so we can't yeah, get her. Yeah. We might be uh, able to get Ernest uh, Borgnine is out. We might be I'm able sorry, to get yeah. Harrison Ellenshaw. Oh, yeah. Harrison Ellenshaw would be great. We talk about a lot of things. And, yeah. you know, also it was great to see him on that recent ILM documentary. Heck and Anthony yeah. Perkins is dead, of course, because Maximilian right. killed him. That's right. So, yeah, those little blades. But how about blades. since you brought it up, how about that ILM documentary? Oh, amazing. It's so freaking good. It makes me ache for being 10 years older. Yeah. It, it makes me ache to have been able to have been there. Mm, um, I can see that. But. You know, still, it, it, it is so lovely to see this pure um, burst of creative energy and spirit and a, a bunch of goofballs who didn't really know what they were doing until they did it. I thought I, so knew, I thought I knew it all about that era. Between growing up watching Making of Star Wars and reading all the books and writing some of the books myself yeah. and all the documentaries... I, and then to see this, where it's like, it was like Get Back. It was as transcendent to me as watching the creative process and Get Back. Yeah. Like to me, yeah. like I devoured Get Back because it was just amazing to see the Beatles at work and, you know, be a fly on the wall. And it was like that with ILM. Mm-hmm. It was incredible to see the, 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 the genius. And these guys were, these guys are like, you know, Da Vinci or Brahms or, you know, at Flint. <laughs> they, I mean, they were freaking. <laughs> It's incredible what they yeah. did. And it, that's what makes me sad in a way that it's all come down now to, you know, computer animation, because of course that has its own skill set. but you know, the, the building of miniatures and the, the, the fact it was interesting. I think it was Phil Tippett. I don't remember who said, said we took it as far. We needed to move into computer animation because we took this physical form of, uh, of, of, of special thing as far as it could possibly be taken. There yeah. was no, we couldn't push it any, we couldn't do any more. We couldn't yeah. push it further. You, so it had you know to go into is? the digital space. People can still travel West. You can still migrate from East to West across this great country of ours. But you know what you can't do? You can't be a pioneer anymore. Right. Right. You can't like, you know, eke your living out of the land anymore. That's not how it works. Right. There is no land. Like, we've just kind of reached a, a place where, people can just kind of do it. And I think that's, there are benefits to that. And I think there are also debits to that. I I think that it's become so ubiquitous that it has, um, it's, it's, well, it's kind of like we were talking about with using the volume wall for, for jaws, right? You can solve all of your problems. You can solve them. But what you're not doing is creating a situation where creativity has to save the day for you. Or No, you're creating, you're creating the Boba Fett show. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, 
um, which I, I still resonate to as a pretty good description of my life where I take naps and the most important woman in my life makes sure all the problems get handled. Um, <laughs> but, so it's but a Darren, metaphor. It's a metaphor for being a dad. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but Darren, it's like, I understand like why you say that, you know, you, you lament not being 10 years older. So you could have been a part of that. But I would also submit to you, sir. That I submit to you older, that your logic is flawed and imperfect. Look, because the magic of it inspired you. And absolutely, made you yeah. Don't uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, I came into the business right at the change, yeah, right you did. On, on the abyss. That's where everything started flipping to digital. Mm-hmm. That was the moment, and I was there for that, and I'm proud of being there for you that. You should be. And I, I thought am, of you course. when when they talked about the the, uh, the abyss, and we're showing you know that how, how it. I was thought of you. I thought like my God, you know, it's yeah. full of stars, including Darren Doctorman. You know, I mean, there he was. <laughs> you know, picking a, you know getting picked up by Ed Harris on the side of the road. So right. uh, it's uh, I'm not picked up like that. I mean, like, he no, was no, no, no. He was friendly. Yeah. It was yeah, all friendly. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's cool. Yes. Um, very friendly. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, yeah. So um, I think that's I think this is what the show's going to be about. But we are going to do dives into like Star Trek adjacent stuff like the black hole. Like um, we talked to we're going to be doing aliens and we're going to bring some guests on the show as well. I want to yeah. do um, I want to do Logan's run. I want to do uh, sci fi 78. You know, which is Battlestar Galactica, um, <laughs> and nothing and, else. And uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know. Is that true? Yeah, I guess that's true. I, um, I would love to talk about Space Nineteen Ninety Nine. Well, UFO, like oh, we we will. We've done that. And, <laughs> well, yeah. and remember, Su- Superman came out in seventy eight. So Superman, I've heard of it? Superman, yeah, that's Superman too. But okay, <laughs> that's uh, Superman as well. Oh, you know, maybe we should have Sarah Douglas on the show. But she came to Lola's once. She's certain it. Yeah, absolutely. She was there. This is all it is. This is all we're doing. You we're know, doing Lola's right. without the drinks. Or at least That's I don't correct. have a drink. Well, Anything maybe, maybe later we'll add. Maybe later we'll add drinks. But uh, I've already see. added a drink. Uh-huh. That explains a lot. Yeah, because I'm also doing, I guess, an episode of Cartoon Bar Room all at the same time. It's, you know, I'm having a little. You're little doing Cartoon Bar Stool. Damn right I am. Oh my! Yeah, and and, and uh, but uh, you know, look, I I think that this is a this is really uh, as they say in the trade, value added proposition. So when you become a backer of Inglorious Trexperts, when you, you get buy the razor, out, you get to you get to hang out with us a little more than most people do. You you get the uh, you, you get the razor. You got to buy the blades. This is the blades. You need the blades. So what about uh, the razor the blades? So yeah. um and. You know, I think there's so much that we can talk about that we haven't talked about on the Trexperts that we want to talk about on the Trexperts. And and we're going to get to do that here on Deck 78, wherever that is, whatever part of the Enterprise that's on. Well, it, see, it may not there. be on the Enterprise. See, that's the thing. It may not, it may not be. be on the Enterprise. Maybe not. They, Maybe it's on they the Cygnus. Know. Maybe it's on the Cygnus. See, I worked the back yeah. hole in there. The Cygnus uh, that I, has maybe 10 decks. Maybe. Right. By the way, did you Unless, listen to... Unless the Cygnus is like laid out on its side wrong, How we've been looking you? at it the wrong way the whole time. And it's why would they? Supposed- why would they number it like that? That's just silly. I, you know. You know what we could do on the show? Space? We could talk about our favorite spaceships, not like a SmackDown, but like talk about the greatest spaceships. Okay, we then let's talk about the Cygnus, which is a beautiful ship. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It's it is the Nautilus the Eiffel- of space. 
It's the Eiffel Tower meets the Nautilus meets a uh, packing crate. But, you know, that's what's it's crazy crate. about it, to make a spaceship look like that. Oh, are you getting a call? Should we wait? No? No. Nope. Okay. No, they can wait. It was probably just another person calling to congratulate you on how no fantastic doubt. that Star Trek the Virgin No doubt. Uh, um, t- telling, telling me that they'd just gotten the discs, but e- even though it wasn't their favorite Star Trek movie. Is that what people are saying? What one oh person God. said that to me and just pissed me off to no end. But that's I'm fine. really surprised. <laughs> I got to tell you, I, Nick Nick Meyer has been out like on the interwebs, like responding to like everyone, and I don't get it because Nick doesn't have, have anything to prove. Why is he like? I mean, it's like it was a little fathom re-release. It's like you don't I need think, to be. I think he's feeling. I think he's feeling uh, a little bit uh, out of step with culture now. Mm, that may be, that uh, may and be. I think he's trying everything to reestablish his uh, his uh, position and uh, his legacy, and uh, it's fine with me. Uh, Boy, I'd love to see him uh, direct something again. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, in this universe, and I'd I like just... to see anyone over fifty direct something. <laughs> Scorsese, no kidding, he's, he's working. He's pretty. You know, good. I... I think he could he could kill it on a Marvel movie. <sighs> Come on, guys. Well, okay. No here's stuff. M- Martin Scorsese's Kingpin. Oh, that'd be yeah. good. You know, See, that would be that'd be good. How funny would that be if Scorsese be did a funny. Marvel movie? I, I you know, Anofria? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I mean, Todd, Todd uh, what was his name? Todd, Todd not Todd Bridges. Todd uh, Phillips already made his Scorsese. Uh, uh-huh. uh, superhero movie. Yeah, but, but that's not. Yeah. It's not Marvel. It's no. I know. It's DC. Make yeah. mine Marvel. Make mine Marvel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who else? I mean, you know, there were all kinds of rumors like, oh, Spielberg, you know, would do it. Spielberg's not doing. Spielberg's it. not going to yeah. do that. He he doesn't even do Spielberg movies anymore, which is yeah. fine. But well, uh, look, you you know, he didn't have anything to prove. I mean, that yeah. man has made more more masterpieces, more classic films. You know, if and he even, had yeah. only made Jaws, he would be <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, heard, I understand that Toby Hooper actually directed Jaws. <coughs> but so look at that run. Look at that run. You got you got Sugar Land Express, which is a good movie. Yeah. You got Jaws, which is a masterpiece. You you, you know, then you have uh, after after that, you have Close Encounters, which is a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Then you have 1941, which is not nearly as bad as its reputation. Yeah. And then, then you, you have you, Raiders, Raiders of the Lost which Art. is also another classic. And, and then, then oh, E.T. E.T. And, oh, and then Poltergeist, which, yeah. you know, he deserves a, a lion's share of the credit for. Yeah. You know, so, um, you know, it just goes on and on, you know, and, and so uh, it's just really remarkable. And I, look, I think Munich is spectacular. Obviously, Schindler's is amazing. Um, yeah. So many great. We, we like Temple interesting Doom a lot. that we don't interestingly, yeah. we don't we don't think of Jurassic Park. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I it's don't that either. great a movie. It is. I agree. It's, technologically, it is. Technologically, it's a it's a landmark, but it's just not that good of a movie. This I'll is watch Westworld. this is one episode that we need to do about the Jurassic Park movies because it's yeah. totally important. agree. Um, you know, it's funny. I once asked, uh, I ask him all the time, actually, but uh, but but Caden, what he, what he, what how he would rank the Jurassic Park films, and he, look, he loves Jurassic Park, but he said that his favorite is in many ways Jurassic Park three, and yeah. the reason why is because he thinks the story is the best. Mm. It's cert- it's Which certainly I better. It was fascinating. Yeah, it's it's certainly, it's better. certainly better. It's um, I, I yeah, 
you know, it's just, it's, it's just, it's, it's fascinating to me, like what, uh, what that kid will respond to. But I tend to agree. It's like if they had had like, I mean, obviously that was Joe Johnson. It wasn't Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Um, it was certainly better than The Lost World, um, mm-hmm. which was no bueno. Uh, the Lost World was like was strangely vindicated um, as like wow, it's like compared to Dominion, it is you know a, a work of staggering genius. Like you guys see, <laughs> well, Pete Potwistle is in it. Yeah, friend Pete Potwistle. <laughs> You got like uh, you got dinosaurs in San Diego. Can you imagine if Comic Con was then invaded by T Rexes? Yeah, but but the great part is it's not in San Diego. It's in Burbank. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. All those locations are in Burbank, and, and it it's was so tacked on. Kind of it feels a last so tacked mi- on. It absolutely yep. was tacked on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's funny. It's my, funny. My, nonsense. My son keeps watching these movies. And like you know, and he, and he really loved Jurassic Park, and and he's like, are the sequels any good? I'm like, no. He said, I don't want to see him. It's like Beverly Hills Cop. He loved it. He says, are there any sequels? I said, yeah, but they're not very good. He says, okay, he doesn't want to watch it. You know, and it's like, we watch Westworld. Are there any other sequels? I said, yeah, Future World's pretty bad, but it's he goes, I want to watch it. And he oh said, I want to watch it. You like, let him watch Future World? Oh no, we haven't God. watched it yet, but we're going to. But Don't I let mean, him like, watch The Matrix, Future too. World. The Matrix is like one of his favorite movies of all time. And he's right. like, should I watch the sequels? I'm like, no. Look, I, I think you're, the memory you have. Mark, I think you're denying him the ability to discern. By no, not I'm letting giving, him watch these other movies. I'm giving him the choice. Like he watched all three Godfather movies. No, you're exact- you're you're saying no, nah, they're not good. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, you should let him watch I mean, them and see what he thinks. He knows. because I'm a little if, bit with Darren he, on this one. Honestly, he knows sequels aren't good. That's that's that has except that's yeah. Not always true. Don't I mean, don't watch Godfather Part Two. No, no, that I, was different. He loved those. So don't watch the episodes back. And I think I told this story on four thirty movie, but um, you know, I had. Caden and I were doing this whole thing. We first watched Jaws, and then we went to see that week. He saw Raiders in the theater again, and he wanted to watch Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. So I finally broke down. We watched it at home, like in the in the home theater. Um, and you know, we watched Last Crusade, and you know, his opinions very very much tracked with ours on these things. And uh, I was telling him about Crystal Skull, and I did the thing where I was like, No, 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 it's I think terrible, and like you just you don't need to do that to yourself. And he said the most interesting thing. He said, Dad, I need to watch Crystal Skull. He said, because the Indiana Jones formula is so simple and so effective, I need to understand how you screw it up. Yeah. yeah. No, well, my son had the opposite reaction. I, I told him he should watch it just so he can see all the uh, all the um, the, the uh, uh, Indiana Jones movies. And he says, now I don't need to see it. I don't need to ever see it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, Caden has to see everything. Like we've been working our way through like the Predator movies just to get to Prey, which, by the way, is great. Um, he, he, he wanted. I want to see that. I haven't watched it yet. I need to watch yeah, it's it. It's great. It's it's. Yeah, I hear it's, it's great. Crazy. Everyone says it's great. I can't wait to watch it, but I just haven't yeah. been able to do it. I'm too busy watching Rogue One again, <laughs> <laughs> Jaws, and Star Trek: The Motion Picture. But I yeah. do intend to watch Prey. I have. I hear like nothing but great things about it, so I'm excited. And you know what else I'm excited about? Deck 78, this exciting, this new the sequel podcast. to Inglorious Trexperts. Now, people are probably wondering, like, how often is this going to be? This is not a weekly podcast. You know what this is? You know what the schedule is? Whenever the hell we want it to be. Yeah. That So, you know, some months there may be three or four. Some months there'd be one. Yeah. You know, maybe there'll be none. I don't know. It, it's literally like we need to do this because we want to give our backers, our loyal backers, a thank you. This is our thank you. Some thank you, right? We want to give you a thank you. 
Um, but I, you know, I don't know. We want to give you. We want to give you a present that you pay for. Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> Our present to you Happy is birthday. a formless, directionless discussion <laughs> as we sit and drink scotch while you and sit and increasingly watch for belligerent. weakness. It's something Spock told me <laughs> on my birthday. So um, yeah, so so we don't really know, and you know, also we want to hear. We want to hear what you think, you know, if there's show topics. Up to a, you up to a point. Up, up to a point. Yeah, <laughs> to a point. exactly. That's my line. I mean, but uh, know, we're, we're, we're not a democracy. We can, no, we no. can feign uh, caring about your opinions. Uh, I, I'm fine if people want to say, hey, you know, I really, I enjoyed that Dex. I think it'd be cool if you guys talked about X. You know, when you yeah. say, you should do this. Or you know what? Or you have to do. to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but if you we if don't you have to do nothing. You know, yeah. uh, like I mean, I want to do Logan's Run at some point. Yeah, I, I think we should get some people under thirty for that one, and then really have it out. No, hell with that. Okay. No. no if, there's, if there's if there's people under thirty, we're going to uh, put them into the uh, uh, transformative uh, action of Carousel. See what yeah. happens. Carousel. My son asked, hey, "Is there a sequel to Logan's right. Run?" I said, "Only in the books." That's right. Only in the books. So, and they're but, not very good. So you know, yeah. here's the thing. Yeah, here, here's the thing. So we we have to now figure out like our outro for the show. Right. We got a new outro. Like you know, I have uh, an outro. Oh, you do? you do. Okay. So I do. So Darren's going to give us an outro um, for Deck Seventy Eight. But I want to remind you, um, you must revisit this place again. And to do so, you need to be a backer of Inglorious Trexperts. All the information is available wherever you listen to podcasts in the show notes. So check that out. And now Darren is going to take us out. Please, Mr. Slavic. All right, everybody. Time to leave. You got to go. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Ferris Bueller. Okay. Well, I don't know what that has to do with Deck 78. Other than the fact that John Hughes wrote. No, it's not uh, John Hughes. No, it's, it's what they say uh, at a, at a bar. Oh, I thought it was the end of Ferris Bueller. No. You know no, what? Fer- Ferris Bueller it- says, wait, you're still here? Here? Go home. Go home. It's over. That's oh, the yeah. end. Yeah, actually, that's yeah. a pretty good outro, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, and, and and people, of course, can follow us on Inglorious Trek on Twitter, Inglorious Trexperts on Instagram, and on Facebook at Inglorious Trexperts. And uh, I want to thank us, the producers yeah. of the show, and uh, Peter Holmstrom for all his help. And I guess he won't need to pull those black hole clips this week. <laughs> <laughs> he still can, and, just for flavor. Uh, That's right. And we should and, still say that this episode, like, the topic is the black hole. I, I well, absolutely. Yeah. But it isn't the movie, the black hole. It's the black it's hole of discussion. Of knowledge. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. It's the conversation. Okay. But I, I do now have the perfect way to end the show. So All right. On behalf of Ashley Miller, Darren Dockerman, and myself, Mark Altman, until next week. Fire the rockets! Deck 78 is an exclusive podcast from Trexperts Plus. 